You're listening to iOS Dev Break, 15 minutes of current events, tips, and advice for iOS developers, including, but not limited to, discussions of Swift, iOS, watchOS, and tvOS. Welcome to iOS Dev Break, episode 43, and this is the WWDC pre-event podcast episode. It's an exciting time right now. I'm recording the Friday before WWDC uh, 2023, and um, I'm sure most of you are very excited about what next week will bring. There's been a ton of rumors uh, surrounding some exciting stuff, and so we're going to talk about that uh, today. The main question that people have been asking and talking about is, uh, are you going or do you have an invitation? And I know for me personally, I will not be uh, going. I, I I didn't get an invitation. I did request it. I, I tried to uh, be able to, to go, but uh, I was not picked. So I'm kind of disappointed about that, but that's okay. Um, at least uh, we're going to be doing some exciting things at Swift Remote Studio. Um, and so I'll, I'll talk about that in just a, a little bit here. Um, I originally thought that uh, I might go down to San Jose for that time period, but um, the way things are going right now, I just uh, I don't I don't think I can swing it. So um, I hope everyone who is going has a nice time. And um, if you got picked, congratulations! It should be an exciting event. As I mentioned, uh, we're going to be doing a, a couple of things for uh, Swift Remote Studio. Um, we're going to do a watch party, and so if you would like to join for that, you can go to swiftremotestudio.com and sign up. And uh, then when you get the invitation to the Slack, uh, then go ahead and join the Slack, and then go to the WWDC uh, channel in Slack, and inside there, there will be a link to the Zoom event that we will be having. And so you can join us there. And uh, basically, we'll be uh, just hanging out in the Zoom. Probably you'll, you can watch on your computer or whatever, iPad device, whatever, or your, your TV with uh, Apple TV, um, whatever your choice of watching, um, you can use that. And then we'll all kind of be together at the same time on Zoom. And uh, we can make comments or, um, you know, just it's just kind of nice to be, be uh, with a group. Uh, watching this and seeing the responses, and then we'll we'll be chatting back and forth, no doubt, in uh, in Slack to get opinions on uh, on the new new things that are announced. So, uh, with regard to that, uh, things that are going to be announced, of course, there's been a ton of rumors and things flying around with regard to VR and AR, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out. Hopefully. There's something behind that. It sure seems like there's enough smoke there uh, to warrant the fact that there is a, a fire, <laughs> so to speak, so that uh, w- there will be something there, maybe a new device. I think that's kind of what we're all hoping for, whether it's um, uh, goggles or a headset or glasses or whatever. Uh, so it's all kind of exciting. And, and uh, in the past, it's kind of been up in the air uh, when these these rumors have come out. Uh, whether or not this is going to actually happen or not. So I guess we'll find out in just a few days. 
Um, there are some other things that, that uh, I'm, I'm excited to, or I really hope, uh, are going to come out in Dub Dub next, next week. And um, most of that centers around SwiftUI and the improvements there. Uh, one of the things I would like to see is perhaps a uh, SwiftUI native version of the image picker uh, or some kind of camera integration that's baked into SwiftUI. I know right now we can do it with AV Foundation and that's fine. And I, I, I will probably have to do that if they if they don't come out with something that uh, is native to SwiftUI. Um, I, I'm not really th thrilled with the thought of doing a, uh, a view representable uh, you know, wrapper around image picker because image picker is kind of finicky and uh, a little, um, a little limited. So, um, it seems like if you're going to go through all that trouble, might as well just uh, do it with the AV foundation. So that's probably what I'm going to have to do, uh, ultimately, but I guess we'll wait and see and we'll see what happens uh, next week with regard to the improvements to, uh, to Swift UI. Some other things that uh, are possibilities, I, I don't know if they're actually going to do this, but uh, it would be very interesting to see if we get some kind of AI assistant in Xcode. And, um, but by that, I'm thinking not Siri. So please don't give us Siri. Um, but it would be nice to have some kind of assistance inside Xcode. Um, I, I don't even, I can't even really think about what that would be. Um, maybe being able to generate code, um, explain what it is that you're trying to accomplish and have it help you do that. We can kind of do that today with chat GPT. Um, but you know, it has its trappings and its problems. So if they're, if they did have a solution like that baked into Xcode, it would have to be, it would have to work. It would have to work all the time. So I, I don't know. Well, it'd be interesting to see what, uh, if anything like that. Get, comes about for Xcode, whether it's for the next version or the version after that. So um, I guess we'll uh, we'll have to see. So those are the two main things that I'm kind of looking forward to, to seeing if we're going to get anything. Um, and of course, improvements in SwiftUI itself uh, and kind of uh, flushing out that would be really nice to be able to see better implementation, more, more to it, to expand the breadth of it. And so, um, and uh, improvements maybe to the charts, uh, in Swift, Swift UI might be fun too. Um, so I guess I, we will, we will see next week with the announcements. One of the uh, things I wanted to mention was that, uh, th some of the things that I mentioned are already in this article, but, uh, at Martian craft, uh, whom I work for, um, there was the, the latest blog post, uh, that would be May 30th, 2023 is entitled Anticipation and Expectations, Martian Craft Staff Gear Up for WWDC 2023. And uh, so if you want to see what some of my team members had to say with regard to the, um, the, the what's going to be coming up in WWDC next week, uh, feel free to check that out. Uh, I'll leave the the link for that in the, sh the show notes. Um, but if you don't want to worry about show notes, then go ahead and just go to martiancraft.com, uh, click on the blog uh, in the nav bar, and it, it should be, uh, well, it'll be the one posted for, for May 30th. So um, take a look at that, and because uh, uh, there's a lot of interesting things that, that people are expecting, and so I uh, thought I'd share that with you as well. 
One more thing uh, in with regard to WWDC I wanted to share with, uh, I haven't used this yet, but I wanted to just mention it because I thought it it came up in conversation today at, at work. And and so um, I thought I'd just pass it on on the, the, um, the podcast. Uh, some of you may like to be able to clear your bookmarks in the WWDC, the, the, I'm sorry, the Apple developer, uh, application. And, um, if you want an automated way to do that, instead of having to do it one by one, then, um, take a look at, uh, well, I'll post this in the, uh, the show notes, but, uh, Leo Dion of the bright digit empower apps podcast, I, he created up an automator workflow that uh, allows you to automatically clear your bookmarks. So uh, what I'll do is I'll I'll post the actually the the Twitter message that talks about it, and he basically describes it as uh, well. He, this is what he says on the on the tweet. He says, "Don't forget to clear out your bookmarks for uh, WWDC 2023. The best way I could find to do it." With, was with a workflow which you can download from here and he gives the link to the the github repository for that and he says uh, open the developer app download and rename the unzipped folder to dot workflow and then run it so it looks like a, a good tool for those who want to do that uh, I'm kind of undecided about whether or not I want to clear my bookmarks but if you do there is a utility for you and it looks fairly easy to use and uh, thanks to Leo for creating that so I think that'll be super useful. Um, and you can go to the, if you go to that re repo, um, it's Leo Gigion uh, and clearing your WWC book bookmark stock workflow is the repo. Um, but he has some releases and there's a 0 0.1, which is the, the latest as of today. So, uh, and then you can just download that and uh, hopefully it'll work well for you. Okay, the uh, the next thing that I wanted to uh, mention was uh, I kind of wanted to share an interesting tool that um, I, I discovered a while back. I honestly haven't had a lot of time to use it, but it is a really interesting uh, tool for Swift UI development and design. And uh, you can find it on the App Store, and it's an app called Details Pro. And it is a uh, design tool for Apple designers and SwiftUI. And what it allows you to do is to create mockups. And then you, so you can do your designs in De Details Pro. And then you can export those to SwiftUI code. And you can put it to uh, Xcode or Swift Playgrounds. And uh, it looks like a really interesting tool to play with. And I, I, like I said, I've, I've only experimented with a little bit and, but it, I just wanted to share it in case uh, it might be something interesting to, uh, to the listeners out there. And I'll, I'll put the link in the, in the show notes. So that's another interesting tool for us. Um, and then finally, I had a little funny thing that happened uh, to me recently, which is that it's about the failure of, uh, AirPods find my, uh, so, uh, of course, you know, about find my, find my iPhone, uh, uh, find my friends, those kinds of things. And you, they have this functionality built into AirPods. Uh, I have the AirPods pro, uh, two. And so, um, one thing that I noticed was that for me, the find my functionality was constantly erroneously notifying me 
that my AirPods had been left behind at a destination. And, but I knew for sure that they were with me. So they were in my bag. And, uh, so, and every time this would happen, I, I would say, yes, I thank you, for, but I know they're in my bag. And it just so happened the other night. Um, I did actually leave my AirPods someplace. Uh, thankfully they were in a safe location. So I'm, I'm not worried about it. Um, but as I was driving away, of course, the, uh, the find my, notification came up and said, Hey, your AirPods are, uh, you, you left them behind. And of course, because every other time that this had happened, um, I ignored the, the warning and, uh, it turns out even if, even if I hadn't ignored it, I probably wouldn't have been able to, uh, retrieve them right then and there anyway. So, um, but anyway, this is definitely a case of the, the AirPods that cried wolf. And so, uh, after having it erroneously reported time after time after time after time, then finally it actually uh, warned me when I should have known and should have responded. I didn't respond to it. So there's something about this uh, that makes me think in terms of user experience um, with features that we build in. And sometimes we need to make sure that the features that we that we are creating, that those work 100% of the time. And I know that that sounds very pie in the sky, but there are certain things where um, we, we need to make sure that if we build a feature and we say that it works a certain way, that it always works that way. And, um, and of course, we're talking about software here. And in this case, we're talking about hardware also. So there's a lot of variance. But um, it's something that we need to, to be careful about and make sure that, especially with things of this nature, that uh, like notifications and so forth, um, that if we are reporting that something is the case, that, that it actually is. So, and, and here's, here's a case where Apple themselves um, for this whole time did not report the, the correct thing. And then when it finally did, um, I just assumed that it was reporting erroneously like it always had before. So uh, it's just a little interesting thing that happened. And uh, maybe you've had that happen to you. Maybe not. Maybe you, maybe it's been solid for you and it's worked every time. And if so, that's great. Um, I wanted to also send out a little message uh, or sort of a little promotion for uh, Swift Remote Studio. It's been up and down and this way and that way, um, but it's actually been growing really, really well over the last, um, I want to say, a couple months here. And uh, I'm not sure exactly why that's that's the case because I haven't really been promoting it. So, um, but we jumped up to 75 plus members right now, and uh, so and we have our Wednesday coffee meetups that happen at 8:30 a.m. Pacific time, and uh, then also on Fridays we have a goals meeting, developer goals Friday. And so on those meetings, so like the, the one on Wednesday is purely social, just hang out and chat and talk. And, uh, we do that on zoom. Uh, the link is in our Slack. And so all you have to do is sign up for Swift remote studio. It's totally free now. And, um, it's, it's still meant to be a co-working service and we still use remotion. Um, and, 
well, at least some of us do. And then, but most of the time we're just interacting on Slack and then hopping into Zoom for our uh, our co-working sessions or our meetings. And so we have uh, the, the Wednesday coffee meetup at, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I said 8.30, but it's actually 9.30 uh, Pacific, um, at least for now. Then the other meeting is on Friday, and that is our developer goals. And that thing, you can think of that as being sort of like a mastermind light. So uh, where a group of us get, get together and we talk about the goals that we uh, have for the next week, uh, ones that we, and, and we also report our status on the, um, the, the prior week, what we accomplished and uh, what we hope to accomplish in the next week. And uh, so far it's been really great. We have a few regular attenders and then some other folks who have just kind of floated in and, and visited a few times. And, um, but it's all good and uh, it's meant to be just to, to help developers, specifically indie developers, but we have some who are using it to set goals and manage their goals with regard to their education, uh, their Swift education, and uh, also other kinds of things too. So it's not any one particular function there. So if that's something that you're interested in, then go to swiftremotestudio.com and then you can uh, sign up and hopefully we'll see you on Slack. All right. Thank you for listening. And hopefully you will enjoy WWDC next week. It should be a good one. And at that, I will catch you on the flip side on iOS Dev Break. Thank you for listening to iOS Dev Break with your host, Evan K. Stone. If you would like to learn more information about the podcast or read the show notes, or if you would like to hear more episodes, go to iosdevbreak.com. You can also find various other ways of supporting the show there. So we encourage you to check it out. You can also follow and tweet feedback and questions to the show on Twitter at iOSDevBreak, and please spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. If you would also like to support the show in a monetary way, please go to patreon.com forward slash iOSDevBreak, and there you can find out how to help us out just for a dollar a month. If you are interested in sponsoring a future episode, please send an email to sponsor at iosdevbreak.com. Thank you again for listening to iOS Dev Break, and until next week, we will catch you on the flip side. iOS Dev Break is a production of Interactive Logic. Mm-hmm.